0: Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It's May the 15th, 2018. The day that FM 96 first went on the air back in 1948. I
1: remember it well.
0: (laughs) 70 years of FM 96 in London. We're going to be playing some... Uh, Favorite moments from years gone by, reminiscing with some FM 96 listeners, some good laughs coming up on the show. But to start things off, let's uh, talk about some serious news here in town. The child that was abducted later returned close to their home in the city of London on Sunday. The police have made an arrest in that case.
1: Yeah, there was an update late last night. Police uh, announced they had made an arrest in the case. They are still asking for assistance from the public in terms of anything uh, thing uh, Londoners may have seen. So just because an arrest has been made doesn't mean if you saw something, you shouldn't call police. But they have arrested a person in this case. And we are still waiting to see whether or not this person is known to the four-year-old girl and her family or not, because it's extremely rare for someone to abduct another person who's completely unknown to them, but that might be the case here. We have to, we
0: have, there's a lot more to learn in this case. It's pretty. If it's totally random, it's pretty scary. As a parent, I I can't even imagine that feeling. Well, every parent gets it. If their kid disappears from their eyesight for even a minute and you wonder, oh, where's little Timmy? You, You start freaking out, looking around, there he is. No big deal. But if you never got that relief and you had no idea where your child had gone, I don't even know uh, where you'd start.
1: I can't even imagine. It's, It's every parent's worst nightmare. It has to be. And it may be the the only difference is there is a similar story about an Amber Alert that went out uh, yesterday that also ended very quickly, very quickly. It ended with uh, the child that was the the focus of the Amber Alert being found safe. But again, that's something where it's the parents' worst nightmare and the family's worst nightmare, nightmare in terms of what's going on in this case.
0: I noticed people complaining online about the new Amber Alert system, the warning system that we have on cell phones here in Ontario. (laughs) Oh, hey, how do I opt out of this? This is really interrupting my day. What are you talking about? This is a sure it's an inconvenience to you because you hear a weird noise on your phone and you have to swipe away a message. But what if you're the person who sees that car they're looking for drive by as you're receiving that message and you save a child's life? It's kids' lives we're dealing with.
1: Imagine what people would be saying if we had the ability to send a message to everyone's phone if there's a missing child, and we decided not to do that. People will be saying, why aren't you sending these messages to everyone's phones where they can look out where they're out and about? People got to get over the fact you might be temporarily uh, interrupted for about five seconds.
2: What if what if it's in, just to play devil's advocate, what if it's in Thunder Bay, which is you know 20 plus hours away? Is it necessary that we get it down here, or should they
1: regionalize it? Sometimes you get uh, Amber Alerts that can last for a good while, and so maybe it starts in the Thunder Bay, and then they go somewhere else, or they start in London, and then Toronto all of a yeah, sudden. they're so. obviously getting
2: the heck out of Thunder Bay, so I, I get—I guess it kind of makes sense.
1: It's better to cast a wide not to make sure everyone knows rather than regionalize it really specifically, I think anyway.
0: I also think it would be a good little deterrent for whoever has abducted the child they've had the kid for 5-10 minutes, all of a sudden their phone goes off, hey, we know this kid is missing, they may decide just to drop the kid back off,
2: because they know that the cops are on to him. How terrifying would it be? I have no sympathy for them, obviously, but driving down the road and the radio blaring that alert, like... That would be terrifying
1: as the, as the criminal. And it would be on all the, you know, the, the signs above, along the highway. Oh, the road signs, on the road dude. signs, oh, yeah.
0: That's the one that would freak you out. <laughs> They're really on to you when the,
1: is that sign talking to me? Especially if it's maybe heavy traffic and you're just, you know, stuck in a traffic jam and you look up at the sign and it's your car. <laughs> and everyone's in the middle lane. With your license plate.
0: Awesome. Great. Another serious story uh, in the news today, Uh, the blackface controversy out in Alberta. Not really a controversy, kind of common sense gone wrong.
1: Yeah, it's crazy these stories keep popping up, but they do. So there was a uh, uh, a local activist out in Edmonton who raised the point that there there was a teacher at this one school who was in a Facebook group, and there's a picture of them dressed as Mel B, Scary Spice from the Spice Girls. Issue is Mel B is black. This person was not, so they put on blackface, and there's an uproar for it, which always happens, and there should happen because you don't put blackface on. I thought we knew this at this point. How sports. many times do we have to
2: go over it? Yeah, it's not it's not the most racist thing ever, but like, are you not aware that that is? clearly frowned upon. It's
1: racist enough to get you in trouble. (laughs) Sure. So don't do it. The intent may not be to be racist, but the act of putting the blackface on is racist, and people gotta stop doing it.
0: As we mentioned, today is FM 96's official 70th birthday. We've got a big party tomorrow night at London Music Hall. If you want to come out, Sloan's gonna be playing. It'll be great. Ticket details at FM 96.com. But uh, all morning, on the Taz show on FM 96, we were reminiscing with our listeners about some of their favorite FM 96 moments. Let's start getting into some of those. The Tash Show Podcast.
3: Morning, Taz It's Metallica!
0: Metallica Sunny, what's your favorite FM 96 memory?
3: Of course, getting Metallica tickets from you
0: guys. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) You came in for the Metallica Olympics. You know what? That was such... That was a great moment because you didn't know we had tickets for all the contestants and... You thought you had lost, Sonny, and we quickly turned your frown upside down when this happened. I'm feeling like maybe I should do something, too. Sonny, you look pretty upset. You got tears in your eyes. You're pretty disappointed that you're not going to see Metallica, right? Yeah, man. Well, uh, I've got tickets for all of you to go. To- no way! Get in there, Cassie. You're <laughs> gonna see Metallica too.
3: <laughs> Just kidding, guys, nobody's got you. <laughs> no, we that a, it. Now. That is bad. That yeah, happened to me once.
0: Sonny, come <laughs> over here, come over here. How you were so emotional, dude. <laughs> Like when you lost that si- stupid sandwich contest I I saw tears welling up in your eyes and I could tell how bad you wanted to go see this band. So we have to do it dude. We're giving you tickets to go see Metallica.
3: Metallica!
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment man. And the concert lived up to to the expectations, right? Oh, you know what? You guys are the best. Happy birthday, (laughs) FM-96! The Tash Show Podcast. We are turning 70 years old. This evening is the 70th anniversary of FM-96 hitting the airwaves of London, Ontario for the first time back in 1948. Our big birthday party is tomorrow at London Music Hall. Still some tickets available if you want to come rock out to Sloan with us. Details online at FM-96.com. You can buy your tickets through the website. And we're asking for your favorite FM 96 memories from over the decades, and we've gotten some good ones so far. Is there something that you heard that made you laugh hysterically, maybe something that really connected with you emotionally, like on a a level that a story or something you heard and Possibly it changed your life. Mm. Love to hear about those moments as well. Did you win an amazing prize from FM ninety six? This is your radio station, so we want to hear from you guys, five one nine six four three ninety six ninety six. Go ahead, you're on with Taz and Jim. Hi, Taz. Hey.
3: Hey, I was really hoping that you guys could play that Tim Best
0: song. Oh, simply Tim Best. I
3: think I can live my life
0: without hearing that song again. That was quite the uh, saga, wasn't it, back in the city of London a few years ago?
3: It was. That song just makes me laugh so hard. It's
0: now, did you want so Simply Tim Best, or did you want the uh, the version of the Cars, Who's Gonna Drive You Home, with the 911 audio over top of it?
3: <laughs> the 911 audio one, where the guy's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he's gonna <laughs> hit a guy. Oh, my God, he just did hit a guy. <laughs> yes, yes. You're under arrest for fail-to-remain in impaired driving. Do you want to call a lawyer now? Uh, I want to call my lawyer. Could you please call... The chief. You don't have the right to call the chief or your wife. The mayor's husband. It's a really bad situation. Can we please
0: make a phone call? You call your lawyer. Your lawyer can call your wife or the chief, whoever you want. Or your member of parliament or anyone. Would you like us to call a free press for you? Who's gonna tell you when
3: It's too late There's a pickup truck in front of me. I can't see his license plate number, but he hit somebody back there. Who's gonna tell you things so oh, Now he's running the shoulder He's driving in the shoulder Well, yep, now he's back on the road again can't go on, thinking Nothing's wrong This guy's hammered He's drunk, he's driving like a madman he's drive The front trim on his vehicle is flapping around in the breeze. That's where he hit that, uh, where he branded that car. Right. Yes, I'm following up, uh, him up Dorchester Road. We're just passing a uh, Tim Hortons. He's going to hit somebody else. Jesus, he just did hit somebody else. <laughs> he just hit a car? He just hit a car right in front of me. You know? He's burned it off again. Uh, this guy's drunk. You know you can't go on. Wanna call the chief of police? Are you trying to influence somehow, sir? Not at all, sir. Sounds like you are. Don't your The worst possible thing for the signal under right now. Not small. Yes, that
0: one. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> wow. What's your favorite FM-96 memory? Go ahead, Doug. Uh,
3: September 1989, I came to the Ontario Police
1: College, and your guys' station was the only thing we could uh, get on these little clock radios. Been uh, listening ever since. Now I teach there since September, and uh, you bring me to and from Guelph every day.
0: Oh, cool, man. So it's like full circle.
1: You got it, brother.
0: And that is a little bit. We got to give our engineers, Andy and Steve, a lot of credit. Part of the secret to FM-96's success is... We have the strongest signal in Ontario, second strongest radio signal in Canada. So if you're in a a building with concrete walls, we're going to penetrate into those (laughs) clock radios where other stations may not be able to.
3: Hey, you set the tone for a fantastic
0: career, so thanks a lot. We've got the biggest stick, baby. You got it, man. We have Dina Watt on the phone, and I have a feeling I know what Dina's favorite FM 96 moment is going to be, but why don't you tell us, Dina?
3: I would have to say it's definitely winning it all and spending a year with you guys and our friends at Fat Garden.
0: <laughs> Were you the first or second win-it-all winner?
3: I was the first winner, Tad.
0: You were the first win-it-all winner, so you got two tickets to every single event for a year at Budweiser Gardens. Uh, Remind us of some of the shows that you got to see in that year.
3: Oh, some fantastic ones. I got to see Tom Petty, which was a dream, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, and on and on and on. That
0: was a good year. London Knights, London Lightning. All and those the, Knights shows. Had won
3: it on, the Knights had won it all that year, too, if you remember. So oh, fantastic.
0: You got to see a championship.
3: Sure did, yes.
0: <laughs> that ye- <laughs> first year may have been the best year. That's a Pearl Jam, wow.
3: I know, right?
0: <laughs> and you, uh, you work in the TD Towers here, so you're just upstairs from us uh, in the FM 96 studios. And we see you around, and you've become a good friend to everyone here at the radio station, too.
3: Oh, for sure. You guys are fantastic. It's great to see you all. Even, I, what is it, five years later, still see you all.
0: I would almost say that's the real prize, Dina.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call and say happy birthday and keep on rocking, guys. This
0: is the Tash Show Podcast. We are celebrating 70 years on the air in London, Ontario. Big party tomorrow at Music Hall, but this morning we're uh, asking you, the FM 96 listeners, for your favorite moments from the past. Go ahead. Who's this? Hey, that's... Uh, Kevin Gorman calling, Taz. I know you probably don't remember me, but uh, about 10 years or so ago, you guys had a contest um, where you had to have somebody propose uh, to get married. And uh, you guys brought me on board to do the backtrack for the song and do the vocals. For oh, that. the uh, the eBay, the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Yes, the one. Harold yeah. Timpson, the, the guy I became his best man in his wedding. That's right. Because that's right. He, he was auctioning it off on eBay.
3: That's the one,
0: yeah. And then I wrote a song for them to dance to during their first dance. Kevin, you did a fantastic job with that song.
3: Thank you very much. That's got to be at least
0: 10 years ago, I figure. Oh, yeah, man. That was a decade (laughs) ago, but it still holds up. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the wedding was approaching It cost a lot of money Harold had
0: an idea But it seemed a little funny He
1: knew that if it worked Everything would be just fine He would sell his best man duties In an auction online Now Jackie, she was worried She said the delicious wouldn't log on with sunny
0: man i may hardly know harold but i do know that he wants to be more than just your paypal
3: there's only
0: one item that he's watching and that item is you because you drive up the bidding in harold's pants he doesn't need shipping but he does need some handling so why don't you scroll down and click to enlarge yeah harold and jackie He's an awesome singer. He is fantastic. Kevin, you sounded great there. And so this guy, he auctioned off his best man position trying to raise money uh, for for his wedding. And he called the station and was like, hey, can you guys advertise this? Get get the bids rolling in? As soon as I hung up the phone, I was like, I, I don't care how much it costs me. I'm going to be this guy's best man. What was the bidding at? Do you remember? I think I, I paid like $112 or something. <laughs> uh the family I stayed Bob was the uh the father of the bride I slept in a camper in Bob's driveway the night before the wedding like I f- went on full out po- uh, planned a bachelor party for him wow I, I went. I was his best man he Holy gave me go. a watch that said thank you <laughs> to the best best man ever and you haven't seen him since <laughs> i I see him online he's he's online still follows Good. us. A great song, though. Very romantic. I forgot how uh, sensual that tune was. It was their first dance at the wedding, of course, and I understand it's the song they also (laughs) consummated the relationship to. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. We've got some more FM96 memories uh, coming in over text message.
2: Jim, you want to read some of those for us? As a teenager, I loved Pete and Jeff's Seinfeld remixes. Those were good. Uh, my favorite uh, moment was when Jim was elf on the shelf and said something about crippling debt. Good times. I love that elf on the shelf. I love the elf on the, sh- yeah, it's elf on the shelf. it's fun. Making the kids happy with some prizes at and, Christmas. And here's like a, a, a nice moment here. Unable to call in, but my best memory was a couple years ago, you were asking for kids to call in as it was the last day of school. My little girl, Samantha, called in. She was five at the time. The look on her face was priceless when she talked to you guys. I recorded it, and she asked me to play it for her once every year. Oh! Uh, <laughs> Oh, sorry. I
0: meant it's not. That's what I was
2: going for. Not the outraged crowd. Uh, my favorite moment was when Tucker quit. <laughs> that might be my favorite moment too. <laughs> There's so many. This is amazing.
0: You're being modest here, Jim, because I'm looking at the text messages and the one that keeps popping up on my feed is Jim Kelly's Ontario hookup story. Maybe my favorite FM 96 moment of all time.
2: Yeah, I want to tell a story and see how many small town names I could drop in there subtly and see if people would pick up on it. So I wrote a short story and there's probably about. 40 town names I dropped in this one. See if you can pick them up, okay, Taz? I'm going to tell you the story here. Okay, the it's name of the story? The Ontario Hookup. By Jim Kelly. Well, I was outside of the pub last night having a dartmouth when... Uh, didn't actually have a wingman with me, but I was still looking to get luck. No, When all of a sudden this Broadhagen came up to me and asked if she could Peterborough my lighter. She was dressed in an Orangeville tank top and Moose knee-high boots, and she was uh, looking to party. She pulled out a bag of a Toba Coke and we snuck into the bathroom and got a little delhi. I gotta be honest, looking at her, there was a whole list of things wrong with her, but mark on my words, I was desperate and aching for some Flesherton. We drank some uh, Bancroft beers and had a Chatham about our lives, and when the bill came, I pulled out a wad of cash, and she looked at the money and said, God, you're rich. I said, yeah, I make money hand over fist. I'd have to be a blind river not to pick up the vibes she was putting out. She was pretty much throwing her Beaverton at me. We left the bar and hopped in a cappus casing. I popped a minto in my mouth. The next thing you know, we're back at her place making out in the kitchener. <laughs> Turns out she was a little King card and too. She excused herself to the bathurst and came out Della wearing nothing but her birthday Sault Saint Marie. <laughs> you know, her Tecumseys were kind of a but I didn't mind. <laughs> we headed into the bedroom, and I started using my Palmerston, <laughs> then my Fingle. I was really working that Clinton. <laughs> You wouldn't believe the Owen sound she was making. (laughs) Well, and the next thing you know, I hear a knock at the door, Chester, and she freezes. Thomas, she says. I pointed to myself and said, this ain't Thomas. She said, no, Thomas is my (laughs) ex-husband. Well, God, things were looking pretty grimsby, so at that point, I realized it was time to exit her. So I gathered my Mount bridges and made a dashwood out the window. Moral of the story, Taz, be careful with strangers. Because after that day, I was feeling pretty Elderton and when I peed at Shelburne for weeks. (laughs) The Taz Show Podcast.